You're listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow fresh fruit, vegetables, and even grains in your own backyard. In every episode, you'll get growing tips, recipe inspiration, and more. Ready to get growing? Then let's jump in. Hey everybody, welcome to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. This is episode 18 and I'm your host, Shauna Smith. Today I'm going to be telling you how to recognize when your winter squash is ready to harvest and then how to harvest it. But first, a word from today's sponsor. So as I've said in a previous episode, I absolutely love pretty much all forms of winter squash. Every year, I at least grow butternut and spaghetti squash. Every once in a while, I will throw in something like acorn squash um, or try out a new variety. It's just one of those things that stores really, really well for several months in the fall and winter that you can just pull out of the pantry and make a really yummy, filling, warm meal out of. I absolutely love it. But... If you're not very familiar with it, if you are growing your winter squash for the first time, this is right about the time of year that you would want to be harvesting it if you haven't harvested it already. Or maybe you have harvested it and it's like been a little early and it, and it hasn't been kind of like up to your standards or what you wanted it to be. So I'm going to be going over first the signs of when your winter squash is ready to harvest and then how to harvest your winter squash. So first of all, what are the signs of when your winter squash is ready to harvest? There are a few different ways to know that winter squash is ready to harvest. First of all, the color changes. You'll notice for things like butternut squash, they'll grow from being like a light green color to more of like a a light yellow color. And spaghetti squash is kind of similar, depending though on the type of squash that you're growing, the variety of squash that you're growing, color might not be the best indication or, you know, I I can't tell you what all the different colors are going to be, but color change is going to be a big one. The next indication, and honestly, I feel like this is the foolproof indication of knowing when any winter squash is ready to be harvested, is the thumbnail test. And that sounds really weird, but it works every time. And there's some really great pictures up on my blog at bnbasil.com. If you search for how to harvest winter squash, you can see some pictures. So what you do is you just take your thumb and you lightly press your thumbnail into the rind, the outside rind of your winter squash. If your thumbnail punctures that rind, it is not ready to harvest yet. Now, If you puncture the skin, do not panic. I have done this to several squash that weren't quite ready to harvest yet, punctured the skin. It's not going to ruin it. Honestly, winter squash has a thick enough skin that it's it's not going to spoil the, the entire fruit if you puncture the skin. So if you puncture the skin, if it's easily punctured with that thumbnail, it's not ready to harvest yet. Check back in a week. Check back in two weeks. 
when you can dig your thumbnail relatively hard into the outside rind of that winter squash and maybe it dents it a little bit but it doesn't puncture it that's when your winter squash is ready to harvest um, like I said pretty foolproof test so that is how you know when to harvest your winter squash the next thing you'll need to know is how to harvest your winter squash for harvesting your winter squash you're going to be dealing with the vine and the vine honestly I won't say that it's painful dealing with winter squash vines it's more annoying so if you ever sat on like old fiberglass um, stadium seats or fiberglass um, benches or whatever if you happen to like or if you've ever dealt with fiberglass insulation and you get some of that fiberglass on your fingertips and it gets under your skin it's like itchy and irritating that's kind of what dealing with squash stems is like so when I go about harvesting my winter squash I do go ahead and put on a pair of gardening gloves it's not the end of the world if you don't have a pair of gardening gloves. It's just probably going to irritate your fingers, irritate your hands a little bit because squash has these naturally kind of like spiny, pokey things along the leaves, along the stems to discourage, you know, predators or leaf eaters like deer and rabbit from, from eating their vegetation and essentially robbing them of their ability to photosynthesize and, and feed the fruit that they're creating and, and reproduce and pass on the seed. So it's again, not seriously gonna harm you, but you're gonna be more comfortable if you put on some gardening gloves. The next thing that you'll need is a good pair of gardening shears. I do have a recommendation on my site in the How to Harvest Winter Squash blog post for a good sturdy pair of gardening shears. They're by Fiskars and they have a power lever. So they are the sort that when you squeeze them, there's a spring that kind of automatically like opens the handle back up. So you don't have to open it up. It just kind of automatically opens it. So it's not like scissors, right? Where you have to open and close the scissors yourself. These, you have to close the shears, but then the shears will open back up on their own. And it's honestly, they're really comfortable. It's a lot less exhausting on your hands if you're doing a lot of pruning and that kind of thing. You're going to want those and you're going to want to clip the stem of the winter squash at least an inch from the top of the winter squash. And I'll tell you why. If you break the stem off at the very top of the winter squash, I talked about this a little bit when I talked about storing tomatoes. If you take that stem off completely, you leave the very end of the squash, the end of the tomato, whatever fruit it is, open to oxidization. And oxidization is, is something that happens in the ripening process. And it's going to cause that, you know, that squash to ripen a lot faster, to over ripen and maybe to rot a lot faster than you'd want it to, especially if you're planning on storing it in your kitchen over the winter, you know, for two to three months and still being edible. So you want to leave some stem on all of your squash. If you accidentally break them off while you're handling them, don't panic. It's totally fine. It's not going to rot instantaneously. It's just those are going to be the ones probably that you want to put in your lineup first in terms of like your meal planning. You'll want to eat those sooner. So try to cut it off where the stem, there's like one, one and a half inches of stem. And honestly, that's all there is to harvesting winter squash. 
So ideally you would keep them, you know, a little bit cooler than room temperature, but they're going to store at room temperature perfectly fine too. I honestly keep mine in my pantry in the kitchen over the winter. My kitchen in the wintertime is anytime, anywhere around 68, 70 degrees, depending on the time of day. And like I said, the skin on winter squash is, is thick enough and that that's really what's going to keep it from rotting super fast. You're going to want to check on your winter squash, obviously, before you put it away for any um, places where insects might have burrowed in. I think I mentioned in a different episode that pickle worms are an issue for winter squash. They kind of bore their way in through the rind. Even though it's really, really thick, these, these worms, these caterpillars kind of eat their way through and then they eat the squash from the inside out and then when you open it it's like rotted and oh my gosh the smell is terrible but um so make sure before you put it away to check for any signs of any insect getting in there any you know signs of rot or anything like that if it has a few scratches on the outside not a big deal that's going to heal over if it has almost kind of like a sticky maple syrupy substance that's honestly pretty normal too and that's honestly going to help seal those those scratches over that a lot of times kind of weeps out of the rind anytime it's scratched and it kind of seals it over it's honestly like nature's super glue band-aid basically it's perfect and then once you have your winter squash in storage you're going to want to check on them I would say about every month or so so even if you didn't see any signs of rot or insect or anything like that when you put them in, that doesn't mean that, you know, you couldn't have missed something. So check on your winter squash every few weeks or at the most every month or so. Try to rotate them a little bit and try to keep them in a box or a bin where they have a decent amount of air circulation. Any piece of produce, potatoes, onions, garlic, winter squash, anything that you're planning on storing for weeks at a time, you're going to want to make sure that it has plenty of air circulation. That again is going to discourage rotting, it's going to discourage mold, and it's going to help that produce last a lot, lot longer. So that is the story on knowing when to harvest your winter squash and how to harvest your winter squash. I hope this was helpful and I hope you can go out, you know, this weekend or in a week or so, harvest your winter squash with confidence, knowing kind of all the secrets. If you need a few more pointers, if you need some pictures, like I said, I have a post on this very same topic on my blog, beeandbasil.com, and just type in how to harvest winter squash in the search bar and it should pop right up for you. Thank you so very much for listening. If you like this episode, if you like my podcast and you enjoy it, I would love for you to rate it on Apple Podcasts. That just helps other people find me. And I would also love if you have the chance to recommend it to any family members or friends that you have that are into gardening or newly into gardening and are kind of on the same journey you are. So thank you very, very much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.